fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. I hope all of you are having a wonderful Friday. Thank goodness that we made it this far. It's so nice. I want to make sure we're testing good there. Sounded a little different. Sorry about that. But uh, yes, episode 115. Here we are, May 5th. Not May the 4th. What a wonderful day. If you didn't watch Star Wars this week, I don't know what you were doing. But it is Friday, May 5th, 2023. We're on episode 115. Before we get started, I have to give a wonderful shout out to our Sponsor Blackout Coffee Company. If you'd like any wonderful coffee, hot chocolate, all those wonderful needs, merchandise, whatever you'd like, please go over there and use the link in the show notes, Blackout Coffee, and go there and use the uh, promo code when you're uh, checking out, TSMS, that will help us support the show uh, financially and just grow their business because it's an American business and they got wonderful coffee. So help them out as well. All righty. We got a lot to talk about on the show today. Uh, I'd just like to say sorry about the mishap at the end of the video on 114. Like, what the heck am I ever going to figure out this OBS? I don't know. Uh, but maybe I should have paid more attention to Mr. Pasta's class. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, we are getting uh, it down. Uh, hopefully, the video will stay recording the whole time. But uh, sorry about that. Uh, hopefully, it does not happen again. I know with screen sharing and everything, it's kind of been a little bit of a mess. So, uh we apologize for that. Just bear with us. But anyway, uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about is the state of New York. New York has banned stoves and furnaces. Pretty nuts. President Trump is likely to sit out of the one, the first, or both of the first two GOP presidential debates. The third thing is going to be the Ohio Republican State Central Committee meeting. Just want to make sure everybody knows about that. Two more banks are on the brink of collapsing. Let's talk about the money system. And five, the last political thing on the agenda, is Ohio Dems push to amend state's child enticement laws. Pretty crazy. And then last but not least, the most wonderful verse of the day. we got to keep Jesus Christ into our life, into our hearts, and spread the word as much as we can while we're on this earth. Alrighty, so the first thing, New York, the wonderful state, is banning gas stoves and furnaces. This is like, this is when George Washington would probably be stacking you-know-what by now. Nobody in this damn country should be able to tell anyone what they can and can't use. You know what I mean? When it comes to heating and cooking food. That crap is insane. That crap is insane. And the fact that years ago we were fighting against tyranny like this, but yet now it's being forced onto you. And yeah, you know, the people in Ohio can be comfortable and uh, say, well, you know, that's New York's fault. You know, they're, they're the ones electing those people. They can deal with those problems. Yes, and that's so wonderful about states' rights and what's not. But everybody has to understand that the Republicans are siding with the Democrats on almost every issue. Okay, it's always the Demo- or always the Republicans that are you know giving in to the Democrats. So you don't think it's going to happen in D.C. You're dead wrong. I mean, you're dead wrong. It's been happening for years. And if you don't think that it's going to come to your state, you're also dead wrong as well. 
I guarantee you there's a many there's many Republicans in New York that never thought their state would be in shambles like it is today. I guarantee you. And the crazy thing is there's a lot of country people in New York, you know, a lot of the outskirts of New York. You know, it's a very big state. It's a very vast, big state. And the fact that the people that vote for these losers that are in office, uh, the worst governor in America other than Mike DeWine, Kathy Hochul, Hochul, name's kind of hard to pronounce, but um, literally the people that voted these people in are in Manhattan, the big city, you know, and all the, and, and you know, the people, the population has to basically feel that burden, take on the burden of having losers that live in New York City that no, have no idea what's going on with their country or they're just purely brainwashed and don't understand what's happening. Uh, that's, you know, sadly they're going to have to take on those results. And that's why you have tons and tons and tons of people in those outskirts of New York that are voting Republican, that are voting red, that are conservative, like-minded people that believe that you should own, be able allowed to own a gas furnace uh, heater or gas, you know, furnace stove, whatever you want to cook your food on. But, you know, they're not going to live in that liberal BS. They're going to move to Florida. You know, they're going to move to, you know, a southern state <laughs> that doesn't push this crazy liberal agenda. But I want to uh, go over some of the things here in this bill. So... It was actually uh, new legislation that prohibits gas stoves and furnaces, furnaces in the ma- majority, excuse me, of new buildings was passed by the New York legislator. Governor Kathy Hochul, and obviously is a Democrat, and the Democrat-led legislator passed a new $229 billion fiscal year budget on Tuesday night, making New York the first to pass a state that allow a state law that ban, that that is banning gas appliances. That stuff this is like crazy. Imagine if you were just a New Yorker, right? And uh, you know this 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 stuff comes out. You read this shit in the news. Literally going after my gas stove. I mean, whatever whatever it takes to keep on keeping on when it comes to taking the freedoms away from the American people, you know dang well the government's going to do it. And they're doing it right here. This is something that Kathy said, and I want you guys to uh, listen to this comment because it's nuts. I want to be very clear. I know people love to misinterpret this, but people with existing existing gas stoves, you're welcome to keep them, Holchel said. This is where our nation has to go eventually. But I want to make sure that it's not a bumpy road to the transition. So she's saying, you're allowed to keep your gas stoves. But sadly, this is the direction our you know country has to go and we have to start implementing these laws and whatnot. Because of climate change or whatever freaking BS they are pushing uh, in their liberal agenda world, whatever you want to call it. And it's sad because uh, they're spending probably billions of dollars of new equipment, other ways to heat buildings, 
because you can't use gas anymore. We can't you can't 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 use propane. It's one of the uh, cheapest sources of energy. I mean, it's really not cheap anymore. You know, I think it is going up sadly, like everything else. But uh, you know, I can remember my dad telling me filling up, you know, his propane gas tank, you know, outside because uh, you know you can heat that. You can either use that to heat the house or you know the wood stove and to fill that up was was dirt cheap during the trump administration and you know it was it was amazing and the fact that you you know you're filling it up for probably two or three times more than what you would have done you know two three years ago is also pretty insane but the measures prohibits the installation of fossil fuel equipment in buildings of seven stories or less in 2026, with the ban for larger buildings starting in 2029. Just wow. I don't... I don't understand where this is going to go. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, what is the big picture here? To control, to manipulate, to take something away from you without you you know, throwing a huge fit about it and then, you know, allowing you, allowing the government to do it. And then therefore you're just going to get so used to having stuff taken from you or being told what to do, like wearing a mask. I mean, we all know New Yorkers did not care about being told to wear a mask or not. They went all for it. So honestly, half, more than half of these New Yorkers are probably for it. That's fine. You know, just like the abortion issue, states rights. If, 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 uh, you know, states want to ch- kill children, murder babies, then let them have that right. If New York is not going to get their head out of their butt and start electing people that are not going to, you know, pass legislation that is so terrible like this, then let them suffer the consequences. If they want out, make a move, you know. I mean, we have to stop allowing this to take place. So hopefully this is where the law line is drawn in the sand for you New, York- New Yorkers, and hopefully they stand up and be Americans. But Lee Zedlin, and I just want everybody to make sure you know he said this, because he was a, uh, I'm pretty sure he was a gubernatorial candidate in New York, as he was in 2022 when Joe Blystone was running. But this is how you transition New Yorkers into pissed-off New Yorkers, broke New Yorkers, and former New Yorkers. Worst governor in America, Lee Zedlin, uh, on Twitter, uh, May 3rd, 2023. That's good stuff, Lee. Um, I don't think you could have asked for a better tweet. This is pretty insane, ladies and gentlemen. We can't let this come to a state near us or to your state. We've got to make sure that we're electing people that won't let this type of legislation be passed through our House or through your Senate and then also be signed by a loser governor, Kathy Hochul. My goodness. One of the top five uh, worst in in the whole country that I can tell you. Alrighty, we're moving on to the second thing, and that's going to be President Trump is likely to set out one or both of the first GOP presidential debates. Wow. The king of debating is going to be on the sidelines for the first two presidential debates, GOP debates. Ladies and gentlemen, what sense does that make? For everyone out there that knows me and knows 
what we're trying to do here politically is is getting candidates to debate. Okay, that's one thing that I didn't understand with the ninth congressional race in twenty twenty two. Craig Riedel, um, Teresa Gavro, and other candidates were too scared, were too chicken to debate, and it didn't make any sense. You have ideas. Obviously, you believe you're the best candidate for the job, so therefore your confidence should be sky high. You should be able to go up there, give your pitch in front of your opponent, and have rebuttals and have policy to talk about. It's just that simple. Because that's one thing, too, I don't think we talk about in politics anymore is policy and what they're going to implement and what they're actually going to do when they get to D.C. or when they get to the state house, wherever the hell they're going. So... That's one thing we need to make sure that we're rattling on Trump. You know what I mean? If you have the email list, if you're, if you're getting emails from Trump about you know, him asking you to donate $5, $10, $15, $25, whatever it may be, uh, send an email back and be like, yes, I'd be willing to donate, but please, President Trump, enter in the GOP debates. We want to see you debate. Not only do, do we want to see you debate for the entertainment, because we all know it's going to be great. I mean, Ron DeSantis, President Trump on the same stage, like I've said it on the show before. I'll say it again. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a, it's going to be a 12 round blow for blow that, that I can tell you. But not only is it going to be entertaining, it's going to show the people of the whole country that obviously President Trump is the one that's supposed to be the next president of the United States, the 45th and the 47th president of the United States, not Ron DeSantis. And we all know that Ron DeSantis is probably planning on announcing. You heard uh, the, uh, or you, I'm sure you saw, if you haven't heard it on the show, I'm sure you saw many news stream uh, outlets are coming out and saying that the uh, the fix is in. <laughs> well, I guess I wouldn't have fixed, but everything is moving. The parts are rolling. The tires are on. And... They're moving forward with the announcement of Ron DeSantis rank for president in 2024. That I can tell you. So be ready for something to happen with that. But if you have someone like Ron DeSantis be willing to debate, Nikki Haley's up there, uh, Tim Scott, whoever else decides to get in the ring, but President Trump is off the stage because he's too good to debate. Oof. I don't know how many votes that's going to win over. And obviously I am not I am not important enough, obviously. I mean, in my opinion, I think I could do some uh do some good for President Trump when it comes to the Gen Z vote. But obviously I'm not important enough because President Trump hasn't contacted me to help run his campaign, but I would tell him for the Gen Z people, they want to see you debate. They want to see you stand toe to toe like you were doing in uh, his presidency. I mean, does anybody remember when he pulled in Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and let the cameras roll uh, when they were having that meeting? I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we want to see again. We want to see Trump in the action, debating, talking, and exposing people. I think that's what he does best, and I think that's really what he was on this, what he was put on this earth to do. Expose the truth and get people involved. Because we seriously need people involved. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows how serious this is. And if we don't get people involved, then our country's going to hell. Or it's not going to hell because it is going to hell. It's permanently going to go to hell. So we got to do everything we can to stop it. 
But for the listeners out there, for the President Trump supporters, I know that a lot of you are saying, well, you know, Sam, everything is happening for a reason. Trump is a 3D chess player, blah, 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 stable genius. Yes, I understand that. Yes, I know. But that doesn't mean he can't, you know, get a little encouragement or a little advice from, you know, the people on the outside. Because the people on the outside want to see him debate. I know that the majority of the listeners, like everybody that supports President Trump on the show, would want to see him debate. And I guarantee you everybody that doesn't want him to doesn't uh, support him would like to see him debate. The only thing that the only thing politically that could hurt him is debating. And that's probably why he's at that's probably why he is uh, advising not to do it or thinking about not doing it. Right? His people are advising him not to do it. If I was him, I would stand him up on that stage and say, Trump, just go be you. Yeah. Just go be Trump. Because that's what he did in 2016, and the people loved it. They, f- they fed off of it. We got a lot of stuff done in 2016 up. Obviously, the China virus came along, the China plague. The vote tally stole everything else. But if you're a Trump lover, if you got his emails, if you see his social media stuff, just comment on there, Trump debate. Don't, don't back out of the debate to Trump. Because I'm telling you, the Republican establishment is going to hound him on that. Other people are going to notice its weakness, because it is, believe it or not. You guys can say whatever you want. It is showing a little bit of weakness, if not a lot. And people are going to feed off of it. His opponents are going to feed off of it. Trump needs to go full force and not worry about what type of repercussion he could have for debating and go out there and change the way the political landscape is made up. You know, because obviously the incumbent usually doesn't want to try to debate, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or the guy on top doesn't want to debate because he's on top. You know what I mean? Like, there's really nowhere else Trump can go but down. And I know that's kind of, you know, pretty confident and cocky to say, but it is what it is. I mean, Trump is is, is a political uh, mastermind. He is a political goat. He is the guy when it comes to getting a political connection. That's President Donald J. Trump. But email him. Encourage him to debate. we got to see these debates coming up. And I'm not saying he won't debate towards the end, because I'm guessing if it comes down to it, he will debate. But why not just do it right off the bat? You know, just get it over with. Rip the Band-Aid off, baby. Get it done, because I know he could kick that buddy. I really do. And I think they'd be wonderful debates again, like I said. All righty, so it's my... Oh, it's not Monday. Jeez, I thought it for a minute I was going to think it's Monday. It is Friday. And the Ohio uh, State or Ohio Republican State Central Committee meeting is going on right now. Uh, it's probably getting ready to be wrapped up as you're listening to the show, or you've you know you're listening to the show later in the day, and the, the Republican Party meeting is already wrapped up. But there's some things that we need to make sure that we catch on Monday's show that we'll get, and that's going to be a special show because we should be interviewing if anything crazy happens, which you never know, something could. But Jake and Sabrina Warner, and they're going to come on and talk about, obviously, the incident with Kevin Miller, and then uh, the state central committee meeting review and what we think happened and what was a compliment, accomplished, what wasn't accomplished, and uh, you know what we could uh, what we could get done in the future, and you know anything else, seriously anything else. So look forward to that Monday. Well, that podcast will be out Monday. Um, but the. From from what I've heard, insider sources, yes, you can call me kind of an insider now, but insider sources say that there'll be some committee changes, maybe with some leadership, or 
uh, some other people appointed or elected or hired, I guess you could say, for some committee roles uh, this next meeting. So that's interesting, and uh, I'm I'm kind of interested to see who, uh, what committees they're going to be, and uh, who's going to be on those committees. Uh, yeah, so look forward to that. And that's really all I have for that. Um, I know that there might be some drama down there, you know, like like always. Um, so be prepared. Uh, Monday show is going to be great. So just just look forward to Monday show, and. Uh, we're, we're going to figure out what was accomplished in the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee today. And, uh, you know, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the two banks uh, that, the, the, that are on the brink of collapsing. Okay. And we all have to understand that it, it was, it was um, it's like something that we knew it was always going to happen. It's like uh, a matter of time. <laughs> That's the little phrase i was trying to say but it was only a matter of time for these banks to start going under because you know you always hear um people going into banks trying to pull out serious amounts of money like 20 to thirty thousand, or even going and putting millions of dollars and uh, you know i'm not saying that's people personally i know i'm saying like you know people on podcasts and whatnot and uh freaking out over tons and tons and tons of money because uh frankly the banks don't have money and uh I don't know if they've ever had money, to be honest. With our money system being the way it is, um, it's worth almost nothing, in my opinion. And this is a lot, a lot of this is my opinion, and uh, I'm just kind of going to go off of what I think is going to happen here in the next coming months, and maybe a year, maybe a year. I don't know. It could be ten years. I mean, I really don't know. You know, and I'm not. I am not obviously a, a future uh, mind reader or any anything by that means, but I can tell you that there's some pretty going to be some crazy shit that's going to happen, okay? And that's with the money system failing, um, them trying to change our currency into the digital currency, and this is stuff that's been talked about for a long time, and I believe a lot of people on the show already get this, but the fact that it's happening so fast, I mean, this is the closest, if not worst, financial crisis that we've had since the crash of 08. And now I really wasn't around in 08, and I wasn't too, you know, up to steam with a lot of things that were going on because I was a young child, okay? I was a young boy. There was a lot to learn. I still have lots to learn. But people said it wasn't good. People said it was not good. And, you know, thinking about it now, you know, it almost makes you think, is it time? Is is this the time? Is is this is when it's going to happen? Is this where the government's going to come over and say, you know what, the banking system is finally crashing. The money system is finally crashing. Crashing. We can take this and turn it into a digital currency, uh, currency, obviously, and um, turn it into something like what the CCP has, making negative interest rates, taking money out of your savings, literally, just ripping it out of there because they control and own everything. This is what they want, ladies and gentlemen. You get it from, you know, we just talked about it on the show, and it, it had nothing to do with money, but it had everything to do with banning gas stoves and furnaces. Like, what the hell? Gas stoves and furnaces? Like, Kathy Hochul, bug off. You know what I mean? Like, I can have a gas stove if I want a gas stove. I can have a gas furnace if I want to have a gas stove. This is effing America, yo. Like, whatever happened to freedom? 
And then your money system. I mean, honestly, other than your family and your friends and, and, and the memories that you have, and this life, something that's very important is money, is the green. It's what makes up our country, too, because how wealthy we are. But yet we can sit there and say it as Americans, like, yeah, we're so wealthy, but we're $30 trillion in debt, or 30 some trillion trillion in debt now. I mean, it's making no sense anymore, and people need to wake up and realize that before we understand how bad it is, it's going to fall right on our face, and it's just going to crash. And like I said, everything's going to be going out. You're going to try to go take out money out of your bank because you have a bunch of money in your savings. You're going to go try to go to the bank and try to take it out. There's probably not even going to be anybody working there because this is a madhouse going around. You know, who knows? And I'm not trying to uh, to stir up or, or make anybody fearful or anything like that or, or start cause panic and cite violence because I'm not. I'm just trying to prepare people for what's about to happen. Because I'm not saying it's going to happen now. I'm not saying it's going to happen in three weeks. I'm not going to say it's happening in one month, a year, two years, whatever. But the way things are going, the way the government is spending money, we just don't have the money to spend. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. So everybody's got to remember, uh, everybody's got to remember, you know, they're after our money. They're after the control of our money. And they want to do everything they can to uh, to take control. Sorry, I had to take someone back. That was kind of important. I, I tend to do not disturb on... Uh, but... Um, yeah, pretty wild stuff. Be prepared for some crazy stuff to happen with all of that crazy stuff. But all right, so Ohio Dems push to amend state's child enhan- enhancement laws. And for any any state that that needs a that has a problem with child endangerment, child trafficking, it's freaking Ohio. Okay, Toledo is like the craziest thing happening, and all, all the rest. But anyway. Um, uh, my boy Josh Williams. You can go back and watch a previous episode with him. I'm I'm sorry I don't know it off the top of my head, but um, it, it, a wonderful episode, wonderful guy. I mean, wonderful leader. Um, pretty sure he's the only uh, African American Republican in the state house right now. And the guy, I mean, am- amazing story. I mean, you got to go listen to his story on the podcast. Amazing guy, amazing story. And he's doing everything he said he was going to do when he uh, when he when he went to. Uh, you know, Columbus. But easier for evil people to commit crimes. That's what the Democrats are doing, and that's what the Democrats have been doing for years and years. And Republicans too. You know, it's Republicans too. But the Democrats, they're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's almost like right there out in the open. It's it's crazy. But, you know, having a niece, having a nephew, you know, obviously it's not my kids, so I don't have that full field of fatherhood. You know what I mean? I don't have that full feel yet. But, uh, you know, just having little children in my life um, it brings you, uh, it brings you some type of, uh, I don't know. It's like a grizzly bear mama type of, uh, protection over them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they don't, they're so innocent. They don't know, uh, you would do anything. You would do anything to protect them type of view. And I, and I know everybody knows what I'm talking about, but Democrat lawmakers right now 
are pushing for a legislative change that would decriminalize luring children into vehicles unless the state can prove that the child was lured for sexual motivation. Ladies and gentlemen, as of right now in this country, you need child you need parents permission to <laughs> have that child in your car or the legal guardian. It is nuts to even think that our legislator would pass some type of bill like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why people like yourself need to run for office, need to get involved in the state house, need to go down to the state house, need to test these Democrats. This is some pretty wacko stuff. And let me tell you, we're going to find the Democrat lawmakers that are co-sponsoring this bill, the eight loser scumbag Democrat, Democrat uh, uh, representatives that are co-sponsoring this bill, and we are going to shame them and we are going to ask why they want to make it easier for child predators to lure children into their vehicles. Pedophilia is a sick, sick thing. We talked about it on the show the other day. There might not, there might only be some cures for pedophilia, and we know what those cures are. And you know, th- we have to make sure that we put a nip this in the butt while we can, because dude, this stuff is getting out of control. It really is getting out of control. <clears throat> and the fact that our our uh, legislator is actually trying to do something about it. And for Josh Williams to come out and speak out, God, dude, or goodness, dude, excuse me, thank you so much. I mean, this this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. Uh, there's one, there's a tweet that uh, Josh put out, got a lot of hate on it because, uh, I, when I say hate, I mean liberal hate because Twitter is still a liberal cesspool. But Ohio Dems are attempting to make make our state a safe haven for child traffickers. The FBI named Toledo, Toledo, Ohio, the fourth worst city in the country for sex trafficking, yet they want to make it easier to lure kids into, into a car. What blank is wrong with these people? That's what Josh Williams had to say on Twitter. You can go find him for at Williams or yeah, at Williams for Ohio. It's pretty crazy stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are sick in the head. And thank you, Josh Williams, for not being afraid of what the other side has to say and sticking up for the children. That's what it's all about, the children. I love the little ones. But we love them with our heart, not with our freaking you-know-what. And that's what's wrong with these people. They have some sick and twisted minds, and we know the cure for it if you listen to the show. All right, let's go ahead and get into the verse of the day so I can get off this pod. i got to get some sleep because I'm obviously leaving in the morning. For Columbus, uh, we got that wonderful state central committee meeting. You got to love it. You got to love that stuff. But alrighty, this comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 29, verse 2. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. That comes from Psalms, chapter 29, verse 2. So wonderful to get uh, the verse of the day out. Listen to God. Listen to the word. Read the word. Tell everybody about the word and just celebrate because it's a good time. But already, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. Remember, please check out our website, redfutureradio.com. My social media is at Samuel C. McGuire. We have Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, and TikTok. My email at or Samuel C. McGuire at gmail.com. God bless. Take care. Love you all. Have a this great weekend. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio.